Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Stop, collaborate and stop listening to this podcast if you don't like swearing. Okay, bye. Hi, Jade. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the FOD pod. Welcome to the FOD pod. If you're going through heartbreak right now, we are sending you the biggest motherfucking virtual hug. Virtual hug and a socially isolated hug. A bunch of money. Money? We're sending money now. It's made up. I can send them anything. I can send them a tiger, a really cute baby tiger. We wouldn't do that though because it would be. It's a virtual tiger. It's Mm. not cruel, Jade. You know, you can get a virtual tiger on. um... Google has 3D animals and you can just have them in your room. I remember because I went to your house. I went to your house and we were just making bears and tigers everywhere. I love it. That's so yeah, we literally we sent you a tiger. We did just then. So what's new? Um You've been sick? Yeah, I'm I'm better now. I'm well and truly getting over the remnants of flu. Um, how you even catch flu when you're in a social distancing environment, I do not know. Um, well, your house is kind of like, like a fun pub. I guess. There's yeah. a lot of people that go in and out of your house. Yeah, we have a bit of an open house. So I'm wondering how you are wondering that. Yeah, I mean, for a I smart guess, yeah, I For a that. smart girl, you're yeah. kind of stupid. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> I'm thinking about taking an IQ test. Are you? Mm-hmm. You must be. You must have a high IQ. Who knows? I know you do. Maybe, maybe I've got a very low IQ and just a high opinion of myself. Oh, either way, you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With you. Uh, I've been working a lot, which I don't really like. I'd prefer to make money and not work. Mm. It seems to be an affront to my lifestyle. You get an OnlyFans. Yeah, but like, what would I do? Who would I appeal to? You'd like film your boobs. Yeah, true. I, I do. Know, I don't really have this. I'm, I'm a little bit old. So I don't really have a strong concept of what OnlyFans is, but I, I'm under the impression that it's where people pay to subscribe to videos of your boobs. 
I guess that like men that I'm not into tend to disgust me and I feel like that would be my primary audience. <laughs> so I maybe though I could do an OnlyFans where I insult people. Oh, you could be like a, a, a mean mistress. Yeah, there's a kink. Like there are people that pay you to, to belittle them. To belittle like their penises, all sorts of things. Mm. They love it. Take con- Taking control of the narrative. I could maybe do that. And it's a win-win because you'd get paid, you'd get to express your disgust, mm. they'd get their kinks fulfilled, mm-hmm. and everyone walks away happy. Yeah. So I got to go, oh, actually. This, this, <laughs> I got to go set up my... probably the weirdest one we've ever done. <laughs> I got to go set up my OnlyFans. <laughs> what are you talking about today, Sarah? So I have a piece of paper titled, Get the Fuck Out of There. Okay. And what I'm talking about today is when you live with someone and you've broken up and you have to get the fuck out of there. Right. Have you ever had to do that? I have lived with people, but I owned the house we lived in. <sighs> Power <So> move. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like get the fuck out of my house. Yes. Was yes. my move. Which is sort of a separate conversation because there's definitely issues that come up with that. But this I, is. I had no issues. Oh, well. Um, but we can good. have a conversation about other hypothetical issues in the future. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, so this one is where you are leaving yep. and um, you have to get the fuck out of there. I want to preface this by saying that if you are escaping domestic violence, this doesn't apply. And if you are escaping domestic violence, do we have a resource you can... Yes, we do. So 1-800-RESPECT is the phone number and also the website and they give you resources and um, information to safely get out of where you are. And a big part of that is making sure you leave when he is not home so that you are safe and have somewhere to go to. Okay, that's helpful. Mm. And so for today, we're talking about just we're just a normal relationship, regular toxic relationships. Okay, you know, so um, just a regular one, one, right? Okay, so (laughs) I'm just reading my notes. If you have to move out of the place you had together, you need a plan, but you're probably a mess. So we're going to help you make it. Oh, we're going to help you make the plan. I (laughs) I wrote this so long ago. Okay, first step is to get a crew. Can we can I title it Sarah's plan for getting the fuck out of there? <laughs> I love that. So, first step is get get a crew. This is when you call in all the favors that you can. Do not be shameful or um bashful about asking for people. I had like a cousin who I have been kind of close to, but has supported me through two epic moves. And we got so much closer from that. And, you know, I just reached out to him and he got me a fucking moving truck from a mate. That's awesome. So just call it in. Ask your family. Ask your friends. If I they, helped you move. You totally have. If, if they can help you, they'll say yes. But the more people, the better. Because this is like ripping off a Band-Aid. Make it quick. But you need to have a strategy. Because when you get in that house to move shit, you might fall to pieces. And you actually just don't know how you're going to react. It was quite an emotional experience to pack up the life you yeah, had with someone. It's horrible. I've done it with people and helped them, and I've been the person that's been helped multiple times. And um, I tend to fall to pe- I tend to fall to pieces. So one thing that I do is I write a list what needs to be moved and taken, and I give that list to my most pragmatic friend. So last time this happened, that was you. 
<laughs> Definitely not my dad or <laughs> he's just doddering around. He was just bleeding out all over the carpet. Oh my god, he dropped my new vintage glasses and then was bleeding everywhere. And we were like, I please just to use a band-aid. It's like, dude, it's not that hard. This is how a band-aid works. You like just pull the back off and then stick it on. Also, you're a doctor, so like deal with it. And he he doesn't want to make a fuss. He's like, I, d- I just don't want to be a burden on anyone. I'm you like, a burden? Bleeding all over the white carpet. I agree. Your bloody leg <laughs> is making me uncomfortable. So anyway, you can ask your daughtery dad. Yeah. But don't give him the list. Um, so write down everything that is important that needs to come with you and include the things that are important to you that might be emotional. So sometimes you might go, oh, I don't want that plant or that picture because it reminds me of him. But if there's a feeling that you might want it later when you're no longer grieving over them, uh, bring it with you and then put it in storage. And if you'll it's be... a plant, it won't survive storage. Maybe it's a plastic one. Okay, um, okay. So anyway, that's one mistake I've made where like I've <coughs> not brought the stuff because it had emotional charge. And then later I was like, fuck, I'd love that toaster. That was a really cool toaster. I just want to remind you though, toasters can be purchased from the shops. Dude, that was just an example. It's like a lot of stuff like, you know, that you think is like make or break whether or not you get it. Yeah, yeah. Is also like, you know what? I'll just buy another one. Like I left my my microwave at the last place. Yeah. And you had it. We had a conversation about the fact that it was just a microwave. Some some problems that can be (laughs) solved with money. If you have the money are easier to just solve with money. Just be like, you know what? Leave it behind. Get another one. Exactly. Totally true. So if you need to cry and be a mess, that is perfectly okay. It's part of your grieving process. Your friends will understand. One great thing is you can hire vans from Bunnings for 24 hours and it's very affordable and very easy to just get everything in there and move it to your next place. Now, your next place is something that's really important because when you're leaving the place you used to call home, you need to move to some kind of a sanctuary. And I think this is one of the hardest things about leaving your home is that's the place, even though it's where, you know, your ex is now, that is the place you used to feel comfortable. And now you're in this like foreign environment and you're grieving and at your worst. So when you move to the next place, if you can, try go somewhere where you feel safe. If you like your parents, go to them. If you have good friends that will take you in, go to them. But set up your room straight away. Put your nice doona cover on, whatever it is that makes the space feel safe and yours. I really like scented candles for the claiming space. Yeah. Um, I really like my spaces to smell a certain way. And so that's one of the things that I do where wherever I need to create that's a, a safe great space idea. Is, is light a scented candle. Yeah, and even if it's even if you can't, obviously, you're not always going to be able to, hey, um, friend, can I just paint this room mustard because it makes me feel safe? Um, you know, you might not be able to do that. But just the little things um, like the candle or making sure you have a ni- your nice lamp in your room and things like that so that you have that sanctuary and sort that out before you go to bed that night. So that's pretty much all I've got on that. Did you have anything else? Um, I, I, the only thing I'd probably add is again, like I'm a huge fan of problems that can be solved by money. Like I, I talk as though I'm really rich. I'm not, <laughs> I just prioritize my comfort over savings. So if you have the money to get a removalist to help yes. you move, yeah. um, and that's going to be easier, like for some people that's more stressful, but if it's easier for you and you can afford it, mm. sometimes a removalist can be a great option because you basically just wave goodbye to the boxes at the door mm-hmm. and then you arrive somewhere else and all your stuff's there. 
That is true. Um, so I would put that on the list of potential options as well. And if you don't have anywhere to move to yet, if you're literally sort of out on your ass and you're trying to scramble together your living situation, then just if you can put, in storage. put it in storage. Um, go stay on a couch. Go stay on a couch. And even though like this is literally a such a hard time, you're going to slowly start to get your life together and I do think that the moving out is the hardest thing. So once you've done that, like you've done the hardest thing, just know mm. that. Mm. Know that you're meant to be a mess and it will slowly, slowly get better. And I think you'd be surprised as well if you do need to crash on a couch for a while, how many of your friends and family would be happy to have you in yeah. the short term on the couch? Um, like I know I've hosted numerous people for weeks at a time going mm. through breakups on on the couch at my place. Like... Um, and it's really no problem. In fact, I'd say, if anything, it's almost a privilege to be asked because it means that person feels safe with you. Yes, so true. Um, so if you need to ask someone for that support, don't be afraid to do that. Totally. I totally agree. And um, a lot of the time, I think it feels like a relief when you get out of there because you can start to, when you get that hindsight, you start to see why the relationship didn't work, whether mm. you did the breaking up or not. And you start to feel free because you're like, fuck, man, I did it. I'm out. I may be sleeping on a couch, but at least I'm not sleeping next to someone who doesn't give me what I want or need. Yeah. I'd rather have back problems than that. <laughs> so do you want to do yours? What's, yeah. what's the okay. listener question? Um, the listener question for this week. I just got dumped by the love of my life and I know it's a mistake. How do I convince him to take me back? Aww. That's sad. It's a tough one. How does she know it's a mistake? Like it's a mistake that they're not together. I don't have any more context than you do. Yeah. I feel like there's two kind of directions we can go with this. There's the like fight for love and there's the let it go and move on. Oh, you know which direction I'm going in. Let it go and move on. Oh, yeah. I definitely don't believe in fighting for someone that doesn't want you in their lives. Yeah. They can get fucked. They can fuck off and die. Yeah, I mean... I mean, not really die, but just cease to exist for a portion of time. It's a hard one. So I'm going to take the devil's advocate so that we have conflict. Okay, great. Um, Because you know I love conflict. (laughs) So I'm going to go, let's let's fight for love. And I'm going to make the case for that. Okay. Let's debate. I would love to. So what's your case? Okay, so in the case of fighting for love, Sometimes people say things in the heat of the moment that they don't mean. Okay. Sometimes we get so carried away with a particular issue or a particular problem Mm. that we lose sight of the big picture and the value of the relationship. Yeah. Sometimes we don't know how much we mean to another person because they haven't told us. And so I'd say for this listener, if you haven't made that case, if you haven't Mm. kind of apologize for what you've done wrong because mm-hmm. you know in every breakup there's wrong on both sides and really laid out how you truly truly feel mm. do it because you don't want to look back with regret you don't want to think about what could have been mm. and you don't want to not know and you don't want that other person to not know how you feel that said if you have made that case and you have pleaded and you have been open and honest and vulnerable with this person and they don't want to continue the relationship 
then I have to concede to the let it go party. Yeah, because you can't force someone to be in a relationship with you. You can't. And if you beg them to stay when they've already got a foot out the door, Mm. all you're doing is setting yourself up for a cycle of rejection where every time there's a fight, it's going to turn into a breakup and then you're going to plead to get back together and then it's going to... Really, you want to be and deserve to be with someone who is 100% with you and wants to be with you and wants Mm. to ride this out and wants to fight for your love to remain and your relationship to remain through all of the problems you're going to have because life is not easy. It is not easy. And it is tough being with someone who, when there is some kind of conflict, they go straight to break up because it precludes you from being able to communicate and work through an issue. It shows kind of a lack of emotional maturity, doesn't it? Mm. And maybe a, a, like that they're not ready to be in a relationship like Yeah, and we don't know that's what this person experienced, no. but no. if that is the case, that is also a red flag, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you you need to be with someone who can communicate on the hard stuff. Yeah. I did concede quite quickly, but I did make it no, you... it out. You made a conditional statement and that made sense. I agree with what you said. I guess my thing is that I think if they broke up with you, there must be something going on that isn't right. And I I tend to think if someone doesn't want to be with you, you walk away with your head held high. Mm-hmm. Um, in saying that, I have absolutely begged for people to take me back mm-hmm. and been a mess and you know, I give myself permission to do that. And I sometimes we have to write out things and make mistakes that even at the time, sometimes we know they're mistakes and we yeah. still have to do it. Um, you know, you and I have both been in situations where we've made poor decisions, kind of knowing that they're poor decisions. Oh, many. Because we need to play out a situation. <laughs> um, and if yeah, that's, that's true, you, no judgment, you know. Yeah. Play it out if that's what you need to do. Yeah, I think that's – I probably agree with that. Like I know you wanted to fight me, um, but I do think that sometimes you need to play shit out. And if I didn't you... want to fight you. I wanted no, I'm just kidding. to be able to have both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that there's a strong argument both ways. I, I all, think that yeah. they have the context to know what the right move is for them. I also think that you've you've made some statements about this person being the love of your life. And they may be, but also, you know, unless you're 80 years old, which you're not, because I, I know our listener demographic is not at that level, he, he or she or they may not be the love of your life. Because one thing that I do believe is that you will have many loves in your life and they will be different. Every one of my boyfriends, and there has been a few, have been the love of my life at Aww. that time. Yeah. I fall so hard when I fall in love. and. Mm. At the time that I was with each of these men, I truly believed that we were going to be together forever. And I could see our life and our future. And I know um, it kind of seems silly to say that when it's every one of them, but when I'm in, I'm in. You love hard. I love hard. And so, but then, you know, once we break up, we break up. I have to grieve that loss and it's a big loss because it's the love of my life. Yeah. And then eventually I move on and I fall really hard next. when I find the next. Yeah. I mean, it, takes, <laughs> it takes time and like, you know, not yeah. everyone that I date is going to be a relationship, but once I'm in, yeah, I find another love of my life. Yeah. That's um, so I'm true. I'm like a cat. I have nine lives. Yeah. And nine loves wow. 
Well, I think the other thing that they said in the question was um, the love of their life and it's a mistake. And I just think if one person has expressed they don't want to be in the relationship, then it's really hard, but maybe it's not a mistake because it has to be a mutual Mm. commitment to, to each other. And that's one of the hardest things is I think walking away from someone who's expressed that you're not right for them at this point in time. But maybe you have to believe them and it's when re- they're telling you something. Yeah, and it's so hard because a lot of the time when people break up, like I want to say it's not personal and I know that sounds really trite. When you're in the midst of it, it really feels personal. But a lot of it is just compatibility. And I think if we look at breakups as there's a lacking in compatibility between two people, then it's a lot it's a lot gentler as opposed to taking it as that there's a fundamental flaw with flaw in you i mean it's still going to rip your heart out and feel awful mm. but i've i've sort so of you're so lovable but not in this relationship like that mm. there's going to be a better love for you that's going to love you so hard yeah exactly and they've given you the opportunity to walk free of them and once you have healed and if this is what you want you will meet someone who is more appropriate for you and and gives you what you need and and values who you are like you know mm. we don't know the circumstances of this breakup but whatever it's come to it's come to a point where this other person is willing to walk away from it yeah and... so they can get fucked that's how i feel yeah, <laughs> so they can get fucked. and also like when i say and heal and then meet someone else i'm like fuck that you don't need to go meet someone else like last episode, go and uh, start your girl gang or man gang or whatever. Go and do you. You don't need a dude really around to have value. Really get to know yourself and and get to rebuild your own identity and your own sense of what who you are, what's important to you, what you value and what you want to spend your time on. But I guess all I would really finish by saying is that what you're going through is really fucking tough. Mm. Like Jade said, if you need to play it out, play it out. But when you have and you've got the information you need, try to walk away and walk towards people who will love you and give you what you need. Yeah. Because they're the people that you want to be around ultimately, not people that are saying they don't love you and don't want to give you what you need. And whoever this person is, whoever this person is, they're fucking stupid because you're amazing. I already know that. Because they they listen to our pod? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Is your quote funny? Mm, It's not funny, but it's not sad. It's kind of snappy. Sappy. Snappy. Snappy. Mm. So it's it's quote time. It's quote time. it's quote time sure read your quote okay here's my quote um it's from Dole langley who wrote the wizard of oz hearts will never be practical until they are made unbreakable oh wow my brain is like bending to that dealing with that Okay, mine is from Man Plus USA on Instagram. Stop doing wife shit for dudes who deserve cold raviolis out of the can, sis. <laughs> Good one. 
This podcast was recorded on Wajak Noongar country in Perth, Western Australia. Our theme song was written by Naomi Robinson and Josiah Padmanabam. For more of our blogs or to check out our awesome shop, head to www.podbook.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.